Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. <laughs> Sound good? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Gordon Treadgold. How are you doing, Gordon? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well, and uh, I'm in uh, Spain, just south of Valencia, so enjoying uh, early spring warm weather. Wow, fantastic. You have my jealousy, so thank you for that. <laughs> Gordon is a global guru's top 10 leadership expert. He worked in senior leadership positions, successfully delivering complex $100 million uh, projects, running $300 million uh, departments and leading teams of 1,000 staff. He has helped cl clients reduce costs by $350 million and increase performance by 50% to 500%. I think your mission to help good managers develop into great leaders is just remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Gordon. Thank you. My pleasure. Wonderful. So let's dive right in. The first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? So my ideal client is uh, a company that believes they've got good talent but are not getting the most out of it. And they want to help elevate their leadership and then elevate the, the teams and the results that the teams generate. Interesting. Um, so um, assuming we are all humans, even at that high performance level that we're talking about, so what are common mistakes uh, they make when trying to solve that kind of issue? Well, I think the fundamental mistake in leadership is that we funnel experts up the pyramid. And being an expert, a lot of people's uh, energy, feeling of value comes from solving problems. But really, the higher up you go, the less of an expert you are because of the breadth. And then it's about leveraging the expertise below you. And I think a lot of people, they, they struggle to do that because they haven't been trained in leadership. So they revert back to type of becoming the problem solver themselves. And, and I think this is what creates um, the challenges within organizations where you've kind of, you know, the higher up you go, the less ego you need and the more open to leveraging the people below you. So you're more reliant on them than they are on you. So you're becoming more the, the coach, the experts uh, kind Correct. of Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think a really good analogy of it is uh, conductor of an orchestra. You're not playing any instrument, and every single person is better at their instrument than you are, and it's your job to now get the right tune out of them or the best tune out of them. Well, being human helps, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, and this is why EQ is important. And, and, you know, we talk about we get promoted because of IQ, but this is, because, this is where EQ becomes more important because we're trying to leverage the, the skills of the people around us, and that requires our emotional intelligence. 
more so than our uh, IQ. But IQ is still important because you've got to be able to, you need a bullshit detector still, even if it might not be your field of expertise. Wonderful. Coming back to being human, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I totally get it. So before I ask Gordon, what is one valuable free action to, uh, that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you for spreading the word. So Gordon, what is one valuable free action that our audience can uh, implement that will help with that kind of issue? So I, I, I fall. These are, these are my four tips to anybody who wants to improve their leadership um, more uh, immediately. And the first one is smile more. Uh, when we smile, we put people at ease, we reduce the stress, we make ourselves uh, more approachable. Uh, listen more. Uh, as, as leaders, we need to be asking questions and listening for input from our teams. When we do that, they're going to feel respected and trusted, and we might learn something uh, valuable. Talk more uh, in that share the, the vision, what we're doing and why we're doing it, and communicate to people about uh, what's going on, the progress we're making. And then the last one I would say is praise more. Recognition uh, has the highest return on investment of anything. What gets recognized gets repeated. And the more you recognize, the more your teams will strive to achieve. So smile more, listen more, talk more, praise more. Very simple. Yeah, it's fascinating how at this highest level, you know, we really fall back to our, uh, you know, red thread that we already established and the pattern. It's really kind of like getting these uh, human factors really to to the extent of like helping, uh, you know, being the conductor, as you just made the analogy yeah. uh, to the to the orchestra. Fantastic. Well, I, yeah. I, as you were mentioning earlier about the Navy SEALs, I, I interviewed, I did a podcast with one of the Navy SEAL trainers. And he said the thing they look for more than anything is servant leadership. And I was like, really? I I, I value servant leadership, but I, I thought, you know, in a combat situation. And he said, no, it's about getting the best out of the team, putting the team in a position where they can be uh, successful. That was interesting. Absolutely insight. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, so... Um... I want to give you also the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that, but also in a broader sense. So what we'll do is for all of the listeners, we'll provide a link to uh, my audio version of Fast, which is a book I wrote on four things everybody needs to do to uh, achieve success and drive uh, results. And if people want to get hold of me, I am the only Gordon Treadgold in the entire world, which is which I find bizarre. So if people just Google me, they'll find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, on all the social media platforms. Well, there's only one <laughs> Gordon Treadgold. <laughs> and, and, and many people would say one is enough, <laughs> especially <laughs> my parents. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Uh, we will, of course, uh, share the link in the show description so people can find that. So, uh, Gordon, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Um, that's a great question. Uh, well, I think the question that I get asked more than 
any other is can anybody be a leader? And I and I think this comes back to are leaders born or made? Um, and personally, I believe the idea that leaders is leaders are born comes from an oppressive society where the rich want to remain rich, the ruling classes want to remain uh, ruling. So if you're not born into a ruling class, you know if you if you're not the first child of the king, you cannot be the future king or queen. Um, and you know leaders are made. Uh, leadership's a choice. Anybody can lead. Anybody can lead in any position. It's just about making the choice to be a leader, and then figuring out how to be a better leader. Fantastic! Oh, I love that. Uh, you know that you bring it back to kind of like its choice, and then uh, also you get help and seek help for you know becoming a better leader. Sure, absolutely. Fantastic. And there's, so this, there's hundreds yeah. of resources that will help you do that. But, uh, you know, just tying it back, if anybody wants to, you know, we talked about smile more, listen more, praise more, talk more, but just being a nice person mm. is probably one of the easiest steps you could make on the path to being a better leader. <laughs> it can help, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got to be able to deliver as well, you know, in, in some You know, for me, my my career, I, I got into leadership because of my ability to deliver. But then I had to learn how to lead once I got into that uh, position. So, you know, delivery skills are great, but um, I think, you know, leadership. You, I think, you know, also uh, tying it back to, uh, you know, how you grew up and uh, playing uh Uh, um, rugby and uh, you know really showing the strength also I think formed you also for becoming yeah. a leader for yourself right well I, I think when you play any team sport you you you, you realize very quickly that it, it's about the it's about the team more than the individual obviously if you've got great players your potential to be a great team is higher but um You know, good average players with great teamwork can achieve um, amazing results. And you know, and we and we talked about the start. You know, I had the I had the good fortune to win a trophy when I was 10 years old, and yet we were an absolutely average team. But our coach found a way to inspire and motivate us and beat the top team in the league in a in a cup final and. You know, it's just about unlocking unlocking potential and then fitting the pieces together. Beautifully said. Wonderful. <laughs> so this, um, unfortunately, brings me over to my last question, but it's the highlight of the show. So here we go. It's a personal okay. question. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? So... I think it was in it was in December. Um, in 2012, I, I decided to run my first marathon at the age of 52, um, not ha ever having run more than uh, five kilometers or 42 kilometers seemed quite daunting. But I, I, I found a, I found my why, which was I wanted to help friends that were going through chemotherapy. So that gave me a, a great motivation to go and do it. And uh, over the uh, over the years, I've inspired a number of people to to run marathons. And I signed up with my uh, 
my son, one of my daughters, my sister and my brother to run the Valencia Marathon uh, in December. And um, unfortunately, I was taken ill about four weeks before, so I couldn't complete the training. But I was in the stands to watch my, uh, my son and daughter complete their first ever marathon, much to their own surprise. But again, you know, showing them how and then generating that belief and then watching them uh do that you know with with the help of my brother we we came up with a plan he had to get them to 30 kilo. the the time limit was um five and a half hours which is aggressive um my brother who was in the marine royal marines he got them to 30k in three and a half hours, which then gave them two hours to complete the last 12. And, uh, yeah, they all, they all finished it together just within the time limit. So that was, uh, you know, it was nice to see that I inspired them to do that. Well, I'm bathing in goosebumps right now. So thank you for sharing <laughs> this amazing uh, moment uh, with your with your loved ones. But it's also a reminder here. So you, you know, I would just say because we advocate goosebumps more, more goosebumps yeah. moments with your loved ones. Yeah, so sure. don't let uh, let them just run for marathons. Find other ways <laughs> to do that, <laughs> right, Gordon? <laughs> no, absolutely. We, we should be encouraging them. At, I get a lot of you know. I used to get goosebumps. I think one of the transitions for me was, you know, I, I, I played rugby and I was, I'm, I'm only one meter 65, which is quite small. And I used to get goosebumps when people would say to me, you're too small or you can't do this, you can't do that. And I would, I would be like, right, I'll show you. And when I did that, that used to give me goosebumps. But now my goosebump moments come from when people that I coach, you see them looking at what they've done and they go, wow. I did that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's amazing. So helping people break through barriers and get to that next level. And, and what was interesting was um, 22, I think 22,500 people uh, ran the marathon. And my son finished dead last. But he completed it, and he completed it in his time target. He's a big guy. He didn't have the time to do all the training, but he had that determination and commitment of, I'm finishing it no matter what, and that was uh, that was great to see. So it's not always about, you know, being first or, or winning. Sometimes it's about, you know, taking on a, uh, a bold challenge and then achieving the goal. I think besides of that, I think it's also the the realization that we can inspire goosebumps in other mm, people. As yeah, well. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, the the day after when we were we we spent another day in Valencia, and you could see people looking at each other, going, "We did it! I can't believe we did it!" And yeah, it's uh, that that's what gives me the goosebumps now. That's what keeps me motivated and going forward. Wonderful, Gordon. Let's keep them up and coming. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Gordon, for these beautiful Goosebumps moments. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and uh, appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you very much. My absolute pleasure. Always my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcasts, 
Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.